Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance, up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Yeah, literally. literally. Uh, Shout out to Gymshock, by the way. Great guys. Wearing, I love this color on me, by the way. Has anyone noticed that? Uh, That's the one that you've got the photo taken. Yeah, like you look. It makes you look jacked, jacked and tanned, shit, jacked and tanned. Thank you very much, also to Gymshock for sorting out myself and my wife. Uh, she's very happy with the clothing that you provided. Oh, really? And nice. I'm also thrilled with the clothing that you provided for my wife. <laughs> so, you thank you very much. Dirty man, as we'd say up Not north. Not dirty. You're just dirty, a- dirty bastard. No, no, the opposite. Uh, I don't know where that went. Um, you know what I will... Uh, first podcast back in a while. Shout out all the long-term loyal subscribers. We're we bringing it. it back. We are actually bringing it back. Gymshark, by the way, yeah. putting us through a, a photo shoot. Do you what? know that? I say putting me through a photo shoot. I mean it that way. Is it that like ESPN naked thing where you're going to stand on camera and go? It's definitely not. Okay. Just, I, I, was, I actually think you'd be great for that. Uh, so, uh, put it this way. I'm already nervous about getting photographed with clothes on, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that wasn't what you said the other night when you sent me that picture. You said, is this rash going to clear up? And I went, oh, All seriously. Right, fuck off. Um, seriously though, why, why is someone taking photos so, of you without me around? So just, exactly, just to be clear, I think I might ask you to come actually. Um, when is it? Around. I, I don't know. Right. Um, but the point is, is I'm not used to like not having control. At this point, <laughs> like everything we shoot, every photo we take, I get the okay before it goes out. Mm-hmm. And everyone has angles of themselves that they don't like. And especially a 21 stone man. Yes. Like, you know, some angles, you look buff, you look like, you know, Huge. jacked and tanned. Yeah. And then some angles, little rotund. Right, yeah. Festively plump. Chubby funster. True Geordie takes photos. I mean, BMI <laughs> wise, I'm obese, let's be real. So, I um, love the BMI. And... It's it is concerning. So I was on the phone to uh, our good buddy at Gymshock, George. Shout out to him. Love George the guy. He's such a great guy. Yeah, we become pals, and um, he he was like, "Oh, it's going to be fine. These are experts." And but in my head, I'm like, <laughs> "I work with experts every day, and shit goes wrong." Pal. That's so every, true as every well. Day. Every single day. This so, guy's always fucking up. No, but but I'm the type of person. I feel like I catch mistakes like 12, 13 times a day. Like like fucking COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I, I can't relax like that. You know what I mean? And also it's like, wait there, right? If you look on Gymshark socials, 
those beautiful, beautiful people mm-hmm. look nothing like me. Yes. So, yes, they make those fuckers look Amazing. wonderful. Yeah. This twat, yeah. good luck to you. It's when you walk in the room and they go, you didn't say we were going to have to. Well, for a start, it's an hour for hair and makeup. I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> why an hour? Why an hour? Oh, you said you made me laugh. This is funny. Uh, no, but uh, why are you taking a photo for Gymshark? Uh, it's it's for their new rate, the Power Range. Remember the Power Range? The one, the only one that really you when it arrived, you went. That is that was that's a little bit of me. Th- so it was very me, and I wore it to death. And it it to be fair, I think that that's why they wanted me in the next version of it. Is like they're like it's kind of your thing now at this right. point. However, lately they've been bringing up a lot more stuff that does fit me, and I actually have been. Well, as you can tell, rather, rather happy with it. Rather so, shout it. out to them. But I am, I am a little nervous because mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, they've got a massive crew. Everything will be fine." I'm like, "Right, that's even worse." An hour for hair and makeup, right? Got near hair, yeah. And this is the space left for for my face for the makeup. Oh no, your your fingers aren't reaching all the way up the forehead. But th- there is the, the, the. But what I'm saying is, the beard down here does take a while to sort of. She's gonna. I'd imagine it's a woman. She won't be touching the beard. She might just sort of bring a little comb in here and just sort of angular. You know, I don't. I, I can do my own beard. I don't need anyone Say doing that my beard. To her, um, and, and they sent me a load of exercises that they're going to film me doing. <laughs> or shoot, and I'm like, I've been boxing. I've been deadlifting for a while. Fuck. Are they? Are I'm they going to be deadlift? Are they going to be real weights, or is it going to be one of those things? I, where... I, I, I mean, I'd hope it would be plastic weights, given. Um, what some of those lads do. Well, I know not, what Bumstead really does when he's in the gym. <laughs> I've, I've seen him do it. Oh, I'm just, yeah, lifting some that, real weights. That's a huge bodybuilder, the sponsor, for those wondering what Bumstead means. Yeah, um, that's a name, so, apparently. So a really uh, very handsome guy. Who, yeah, he looks like a chiseled Adonis. Honestly. I've never felt more inferior than when I look at his photographs. I'm like, what the fuck am I, what, what's the point in me? Why am I doing a photo what, shoot what am you've I, got this guy? You've got him. Just use him for everything. He's great. Right, Don't exactly, worry about it. Yeah. What you get me there for. You're there for the before. But they're like, I said, I'm not like the other guys. And, and he goes, but we don't want them. Like, we want you for you. And I'm like, Isn't that you lovely? say that now. Right. But when you see the, you know, the belly. No, no, that's what they want. And you don't really, to yes, be honest. Ah, uh, but this is the thing. I was man. watching old podcasts the other night. No, but let me You've say You've lost what, a lot of weight. I have lost some weight. But at the same time, I'm far from perfect. And body positivity is only for women. Let, let's be honest. Wow. And I'm going to put this out there now. Okay. Body positivity is a women-only thing. And the there's some reasons, and I'm not blaming women by any means, just in society. Names. When, when men put weight on and when women put weight on, it's a completely different situation. No, I'm not saying women don't have things that are unflattering to themselves and, and that they don't like. I'm sure they do. Right. But a lot of women, when they put weight on, certain aspects of their body get bigger, such as the buttocks. The bum. Such as the or breasts. The boobs. Or even and some people like a little stomach and the, and the thighs. And the, right. And, and a woman can pull off gaining weight so much better than a man. Because if I, a guy I, does, people go, oh, what's the, why have you... It's not the same for men. Like, we, we, you know, we, right. if we grow our breasts, no one's going, for yeah. you know. Well, I mean, and, you know, post-op. And, 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 and thick hips on a man, I, it, it looks odd. I've got an hourglass figure at this point. But you don't have a cute butt. I, it's 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 a very large one for a man, but anyway, and I'm I'm just thinking I just need to oversee these angles. I, I'm I'm worried about these photos. Yeah. What I'm worried about here is that the post shoot they go, listen, Brian, we've picked out a selection of shots here, and you go, look, you don't need to edit them. Send them to me. I put them on my iPhone and edit them for you. That's my concern. Well, you're gonna rob someone of a real job. I'm gonna have to pull up, uh, you know, Ben. Go Ben when I see him because this is the thing though. In all in all seriousness, we had that interview a while ago. Still not seeing enough chubby men on that on that page. That is true. And to and be fair, 
you I'm know, right you here. Re- yeah. And, and I guess that's why they're doing the photo shoot. They're yeah. Like, right. Well, we better knock one of them out. <laughs> Genuinely, though, if you're going to stand in a room and sort of model some clothes, I don't really feel like you've ever done that before in a gym setting. But you are a good model. I, don't, I feel like you don't know that. But you've been, I've modeled, I've had you be a model before. And I go, Brian, you know. I, I, get, I get, yeah. I, I've got a distinctive look, and I, and I, and hopefully we'll make some some good photographs for that reason. But I just know there's going to be some real bad, terrible photos that I go. If this ever, can we just destroy this? Or can we just smash the laptop? Delete that, yeah. Can we just the, smash it up? Yeah, and they go, well, it's on a card. But there's go, loads of good. The there's loads well. of good ones, and I'll be like, yeah, but I don't want the bad ones ever to see the light of day. Is that? Smash, I've already smashed it. So can I ask you a question about body positivity then? If body positivity is about actually being body positive and not just taking photos from angles that make you feel good about yourself, why would you? Like, surely people should upload more of the pictures that are bad of them, if that makes sense. Loads of women on Instagram, I notice, I don't know many men who do it, but loads of women on Instagram go, here's me sucking my stomach in, and here's me 20 but, minutes but later let's, after let's breakfast. But let's be honest, like, very few of the women who do that, and, and I do credit them, because it is important, and I know it does help a lot of men and women. Sure. Some people do it for the right reasons, and some people do it because Cynical. they're like, have a look at my body. Yeah. Like, body positivity, when your entire uh, Instagram is you half naked, that's not you being body positive, just to be clear. Yeah. And, and I know people will attack me now because they'll feel personally attacked, and they'll go, oh, you can't tell us what body positivity is. But to me, right. body positivity, what is, what is the, the true meaning behind it is you're not doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing it for the body image of, of women in general or right. men in general. And you're, you're doing it to put out a statement of, we all have these flaws. We are, this is normal. This is natural. And, and, and when you do that, it has to have impact. Do you think if, it has with it, with it, that? If every single picture on your profile is you with all of your curves on show, that is not for that reason. It's because you want the clicks, you want the attention, and you want the comments. And 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 by all means, by the way, I got no problem with Hoover that. Those up. But don't hide behind body positivity as the excuse. Right. Just say in your caption, "Damn, I look good," and 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 embrace and be that. You know. Do you think though that say, I feel great about myself? I support that as well. How, I just don't like liars. How many how many people <laughs> would go like so? Say that you uploaded a picture. Maybe people expect well, that from your personality. Are. And you went, damn, I look good. People are like, oh, that's his personality. I don't think Some- it is, though. I, I've had anything. I'm, I do have a copy side. But if anything, I restrain that online because I know people start hating you the minute you have... Uh, if you're an alpha male and you have that bravado about you, people don't like it. There's, there's certain things that aren't extended to alpha males. One of them is pity, right? Uh, one like empathy and stuff like that. Like when you've got the image of the big strong guy, you can't really get like sympathy and stuff like that. You don't. Whereas naturally, we as humans, we find it much easier to look at a woman who may not have self confidence and stuff, yeah. and and feel a bit. I do. I I I don't feel sorry for men the way I do for women. I, I don't know why. It's just in my head. And I'm not saying everyone's like this, but I think society more so is like that. that. So for me, it, it's tricky on how to play the the game of social media and all of that. Like, do I fucking do I do I, do I say what's really on my mind because that might turn a lot of people off? Or yeah. or, or guess what? If I go the other way and I'm fucking over the top with it and I'm like hey guys we need to be body positive and all you know and people will find that annoying because it'll be bullshit you know what I mean people don't they don't want the extreme either way probably but I also 
I'd rather know, I'd rather someone was honest. I'd rather someone just said, this is true. And yeah. I still, sometimes I've got to admit, I feel that body positivity is still wrapped up a little bit in the, the guise of, hey, here I am naked with a full face of makeup. And it's like, yeah. Or like, hey, here I am naked, but, you know, uh, so, it's great lighting. So there's, there's something that pisses me off and that's, and that's people using certain things that they're really not that attached to to further themselves. Right. So mental health is a classic one. The amount of people these days who bang on about mental health as if they give a fuck, but really they couldn't give a shit. Just to be, I'm a spokesperson or whatever, you know what I mean? And just a, a, body just a humble tweet here. But, but body positivity is, is, is a lot like that. Like, so I guess in terms of, for men, there needs to be a lot more done, and I, and maybe maybe I'm the guy to lead this. This lot. is step one of of in in ten years time, you might look back and go, God, I can't believe that on that day when I shot that, you know, I'd have had so many pieces of surgery in, in the decade following that. But that's, well, I've I've thought about surgery if I'm being honest with you, because what kind? Uh, penis enlargement. Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking. Um, you thought you get that done again? What another one? Yeah. No, I've just I've just got the one now, so I'm going to have another one popped on there. Yeah. Uh, for the arsehole. No. That's good. Um, you that know, would be handy though, wouldn't it? Wouldn't Jesus. We, we read that story. Imagine about that. Some women would love that. Two anyway. penises. Now, doesn't Shark have two penises? Well, we'll, fi- we'll find. Know. But this isn't David Attenborough. Right. Is it Richard? I can never remember. He's no, it's dy- David. Richard is the dinosaur. dinosaur, dinosaur. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, did you ever think of getting your nose done? I, I, what was wrong with my nose? What, what was wrong with your nose? What's wrong with it? Nothing. I did actually have a nose job. Did you? So uh, I was in a I was in a fight, mm-hmm. um, and it was ever so slightly crooked, uh, and I just had to have it reset afterwards. It wasn't like broken or out like badly. That is but, the nature but, of resetting. But, it, though, it but he had to break it properly in order to set it. And I, and I always like afterwards I was like, is that straight? I can. But anyway, well, um, do you on- honestly want to know? I don't really give a Mine's fuck. not straight either because I broke my either. nose. Either. Oh, so mine isn't straight then? Not 100%, but I feel like I can say that as someone with a crooked nose. So I broke my nose when I was a kid as well. And it was the day of the Euro. It was Euro 96. So I was eight at the time. Mm. Broke my nose. Bam. There I am in hospital. And the guy goes, yeah, if you ever want surgery, let us know. Well, this is like, what, what I was on about is um, obviously because I've lost weight, mm-hmm. my stomach isn't as tight as what it once was. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, do I need a... Get a a little a, suction, in, you know, but like Kim in, Kardashian but, style. But also, that's my point: is what the fuck is a big man like? Like, do you want? Let, here's a question: Do you want to be able to walk around topless? Do you walk around topless? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. That's not what I'm bothered about. It's more for myself. You know what I mean? Like, right. sort of performance-wise. So I'm obviously not to bang on about the boxing again, but but the the, the lighter I am, the better I can perform as an athlete and if I'm carrying around excess skin and it it, don't get me wrong it's nowhere near as bad as what I've seen some people but it's just something that I'm bothered about slightly you're not in a subway ad or anything Um, because to me surgery is something that very vain people tend to get but now it's becoming so normal and so that I'm, I'm I don't know I'm it would be more for like a practical thing you know what I mean but then I, I looked into it I was like fuck me Six weeks of uh, of recovery. I mean, I've, obviously, I've got the show to do and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'd, I love being active. I love working out and stuff. So 
Like it'd be me just fucking sitting in bed a lot, you know what I doing mean? Doing the show around you, doing the kickoff in the hospital bed uh, with Rory on one side and me do, on the do other. Do you know like Forrest Gump where the mother's laying in bed and it'd be like you all around me with yeah, mics? That'd yeah. be so fun. That would actually be a, could you get this done? Because I feel like I want to film that. That'd could be you, incredible. I mean, I mean you could, we could just do it anyway like that next week. Do you do you think, yeah, like imagine like John Lennon sitting in bed. Run. Do you ever think that, um, you know, obviously because you're older and you lost the weight, when you were younger, you were in very good shape. So you've had time when you've been in shape and you know how that looks. Now you're older, you're a bit more au fait with your body. You're all right with it. So you don't mind these sort of things so much. You know, the older you get, you, the more you sort of wear your scars or your misgivings. Mm. No, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm not someone who's walking around all day going, oh. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, it's just little bit of a belly not mm. not the end of the world but it's like i was just thinking ah, it's not ideal and and i know that the skin it, if i probably had it you know tummy tuck or whatever Taking they call in. it i i would lose a lot of the weight that i naturally i'd probably drop a fucking stone immediately if not more how much fucking skin is that jesus no That's... but what i mean is is like it weighs a lot you know what i mean it's like yeah like skin people's skin does weigh a lot like generally so if i'm 20 statement I'm 21 stone though. Do you know what I mean? And and I'm getting to a point where I'm, every little bit matters. I'm struggling to get past barriers, and I'm I'm not wanting to use what, so, like train stations and stuff. No, I'm oh. trying to get below 21. Oh right. And whenever okay. I get towards 20, I've I've messed it up a little bit lately. You know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not being funny. You, I've seen you messed it up a little bit. You know, I've seen the meals. What happened? Without going on uh, uh, another, uh, oh, Brian's so depressed podcast because we've done enough of those. But yeah, it was it, just a, sometimes mentally, I'll tell you what it is, half of it is like work overwhelms you mm-hmm. and then there's just not enough time. And before I know it, like I've missed breakfast and my blood sugar's low and I'm like, let me just grab a burger. Bit of a headache. Uh, yeah. And then, um, you know, that 20 minute jog that I was going to do isn't enough time for because we've got this to do, that to do, the other to do. And and yeah, but now I'm back. I'm back on the horse. How does it feel? Uh, great. I'm great. training with uh, Loz a lot up up north. This, some people who've watched the knockout will know who I mean. Loz from uh, Loz is swacky. Yeah, he's uh, my mate from back home. Uh, we do boxing, and uh, I'd love to come up and film you. Like I was going to ask actually boxing with him because yeah. I think it's a very different kind of boxing to the boxing you do in London, <laughs> which is which is <laughs> still like really good training, but it, it's more of um, oh, mate, it's, it's more of conditioning. I think you do in London than you do like technical aspects of boxing. Yeah, I mean. You know, back in West Ham, I, it was a, a lot more of um, the pain game. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, it was a hard workout and it was sparring and it was a lot more about the physicality of boxing. Mm-hmm. And it was great because I learned, hey, I can take a punch, I've got heart and I'll keep going and I know what I'm made of. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, when you've got one of your oldest and dearest friends training you, who, you know, thankfully is... Um, high level boxer you know he was on the team gb with uh, anthony joshua so you know we're talking um you know he's number one in in great britain at, at his weight class he's all about technique and and trying to improve me and look after me a bit and uh you know i've never been hit anywhere near the same way it's really? not it's not the same no and it's all about what he's saying is look we're going to build you up from scratch mm-hmm. like it's almost like a whole new thing now it's mm-hmm. like Everything is like footwork, 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 and mm. and I'm I'm getting there. Uh, obviously, you know, I, um, 
I looked at Tony Bellew's training footage the other day because I interviewed him and I was like, what the fuck? I'd love to be able to do some of the things he can do. And then I watched my footage afterwards and I'm like, oh, fuck. Do you appreciate more now watching like a professional boxer? Oh, it's given me a whole different sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I guess it's like with you and watching a movie director or whatever, you, you, because you understand... Uh, what goes into it in the in the back end you really get a different view of it all right and so, you're almost so because yeah like similar to watching a film like sometimes i'll be like how did they do that mm -hmm. with the camera the problem is a lot of the time now it's basically they did it in a computer cgi yeah cgi basically um wh whereas it, when it comes to boxing you're watching it and sort of going where's the where do these flies come from oh, there's just one or two no flies on me so, so the that you're watching and you're going how is he doing that with yeah. his foot or like that that hand is moving in a very specific way. Yeah. The, the the most impressive boxer in terms of after everything I've um, learned, Tyson Fury. Just really, the sheer weight and size of the guy and how he moves. It's it's up. This is the thing: is this 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 like pound for pound list, and people are like, if they were all the same size, Canelo. Alvarez, it's not the point, though, is it? But this is the this is the thing: is like for him to lose the level of weight he did, mm -hmm. and to be able to move like a fucking ballroom dancer at 19 and a half stone or whatever. Yes, he carries it well, but we might never see another guy that size move like that in ever in boxing. It's it's so and, and that's the thing where for me, like as I'm training, I'm trying to get better at all the things that he does really well. Mm -hmm. Near my biggest weaknesses because I'm a big plodding weightlifter I was anyway, and that's what we're trying to get me better at. And uh, yeah, like with Derek, obviously back in West Ham, it would be very much a beast and and, uh, and grueling and keep going, keep going, keep going. Whereas with Laws, every five seconds the training gets stopped and he goes, that's wrong, that's wrong, change that, change that. Like it's, right. it's, 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 it's much more focused on just pulling me up on all of my mistakes. Technicality. You know? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I still get a fucking sweat on. I'm still knackered. But um, it's just different attitudes. And I, and I think I'm glad I have, I've had both styles because I think when I, when I spar someone again, like my sparring now is going to be worlds apart. It, it, okay. I'm going to fuck people up now. You know what I mean? Sorry, you were fucking people up before. So I, mm, no, but Not on camera, I wasn't. You've seen some like little bits and that. But now yeah. it's going to be... I'm not going to fuck them up like a big, you know, slugger. I'm going to take people apart. Which is a very different kind of boxing and quite demoralizing to be against. That one, do you know what's so weird? <laughs> Yesterday I was having the conversation with um, Lars about, you know, the jab and, and, and how, how, how he beats people. Mm -hmm. And that's the word we both agreed on was like, it's such a demoralizing way to lose. Because mm -hmm. before I'm just trying to land a big haymaker and yeah, that's going to fucking suck. But someone after a loss like that can like kind of in their head, they can go, yeah, but I just got caught. And he landed it yeah, just right. Yeah, we yeah, were fighting yeah. mm -hmm. and he was bigger and stronger. Therefore, I lost. Okay. But when someone just takes you apart technically and jabs your head off repeatedly and you're just like, it, it, it is going to, it's going to surprise people that I'm a lot quicker than what anyone would ever expect me to be. Mm -hmm. And I just need to get there. That, that's why I'm frustrated about my weight and my, my, like I'm, because at my size and shape and that, like you can do all the cardio you want, but your body kind of gets to a point where it's like, fuck me, mate. You're pushing. Like I, I'm, I'm stretching after workouts for like 20 minutes, like just to make sure my body is not. 
because I'm training so much. You Do you know? think about doing like yoga or anything like that? Uh, I think yoga would be fantastic if I could be asked to like get the hours and the day to do it. Right. But like stretching's all I'm gonna fucking get in. We've got a list of things to talk about. Okay. Um, one People of them like was, the sex stories. Well, though. maybe we should do a problem or two at the end. We might actually do problems at the end. Um, I bought my laptop just for that purpose, actually. One thing people have asked me to talk about, huh? uh, crypto and NFTs. I'm a whale. I'm not. In the crypto world. I'm a whale in the real world. <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah. You want to switch it. Tell me what you know about crypto and NFTs. I'll, I'll tell you what most people seem to know. Go on. That YouTubers keep um, spending loads okay. on them mm-hmm. and bragging about how much they've made off mm-hmm. each purchase. And in my head, I'm just like... I've dipped my toe in the water, I've got involved a little bit, but for regular people, and obviously that's what I always think about is like, how 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 is the real world going to tackle this thing? Because if you've got hundreds of thousands to spend and you can buy uh, a, a picture of a monkey for a hundred grand. A space monkey and, and, or a cyberpunk. And, and, oh, we're and, all going to buy these and, and everyone's going to trade them, but we've all got the cash. Like, yeah. But then at that point, yeah, you make a profit of 50% or whatever, right? It's a lot more but, than that. But, but regardless, like, yeah, but regular people, A, can't afford them, can't afford to take that kind of risk if they can afford to, to even purchase one. Who's got two Ethereum just knocking around? That, but that's the point is like, and that's where when I sit on Twitter and YouTube and I see it, the, like I've been watching loads of, the, there's this guy, um, who's the one who keeps trying to take everyone down? Coffeezilla. Oh, that, Coffeezilla, yeah, right, he, okay. Him. He's cool. Like, I, I watch some of his videos quite- Does seem like a cool quite, No, like literally, yeah. the guy's a smart guy. And I uh-huh. remember watching it when the first crypto thing kicked off and he exposed some of the phase lads. Yeah. Um, because basically, for those who don't know, there was this pump and dump, which I'm pretty sure most people know what that is by now, where YouTubers advertise to their audience, hey, get on on this crypto, and then secretly they're selling it as as that's all going down. Mm-hmm. The profit is fantastic. Because everyone and, buys in, then they and, sell, and, and, they, and they, they, scam, before it dips. Yeah, yeah, you scam your own audience, basically. Mm-hmm. Which um, some of the FaZe guys, they're not FaZe guys anymore, we should say, because the second that FaZe found out about that, they were straight on out of yeah, there. Yeah. Um, I felt... I know FaZe Banks is one of the biggest buyers of this stuff. And He's but one of the biggest to, to me, it, it respectfully, mm-hmm. it's bullshit. It, it, it feels like kids with far too much money spunking it on pictures of monkeys that other silly rich people also want to buy off them. And, and and my my experience of crypto, what, I, what I've got into. So there was Paddy coin, which mm-hmm. we got involved with, which was a mental health uh, coin, which the long-term plan was to give free mental health care to those who need it. So I was, I was like, right, this is that's something. I something I can put my name to. Yeah, that bombed. Yeah. So fantastic. But that's not, that's very different as well. Yeah. To a pump and dump. No, which because, is, because I, you didn't I, dump anything. No, I've still got all the coins. They're right. worthless. Yeah, but I actually held on to them because not worthless. I, out of relatively. Prin- out of principle, I was like, you know, what it is. I don't want to be uh, that. Like, I, if anyone ever looks into this, I'm just going to make sure we got all the coins because everyone knows this was genuine. You know what I'm like with mental health. I would never do anything that was underhanded or certainly not use mental health to fucking scam people. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit disappointing. But it, it, you know, the the people who created it, I think they had a. Uh, a good idea, but obviously when the market crashes and you are financially dependent on things going well, mm-hmm. it can it can shit can. And I think it's important that everyone is aware of that. And too often, and this is part of maybe where 
the industry needs regulated and the people advertising need regulated because whenever we put out a gambling tweet, we, we have to say responsible gambling and all of that. Yeah. And realistically, these this crypto industry is not even gambling. It's so much more risky than gambling. It's, you know, with gambling, you get odds. You, you know, you, you really are. And, and a lot of this is so uh, new right now that, you know, you just don't know what you're getting into half the time. And, and yeah. with me, I dip my toe into two things uh, after that. I had um, Yummy, which was a yeah. coin, which was there to help feed people. Again, mm -hmm. another one where I was like, oh, this could be good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and I was like, you know, this could work. The Bombed. coin suckered you in. Bombed. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't get that yummy, yummy, I, 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 I didn't. It bombed. And like I say, I was completely aware of the consequences and... I luckily had the finances to accept those consequences. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously a lot of people aren't and they're hoping it's a get rich quick. They're putting their savings into it sometimes and it's it's a bad move. Now, the, the, the final one, which I'm still into and I'm still hoping comes good, is uh, Vivi, uh, which uh -huh. is an app. Oh, me. Uh, well, I'll, I'll explain it. Yeah. Basically, Vivi is an app that basically people can buy NFTs on their iPhone. The w reason why it's different is it's got some of the biggest brands signed. Um, James for, Bond did it. Yeah, yeah, so they've got James Bond, um, NFTs, um, Spider-Man. Right. Uh, Elliot, do you want to shout any more out? There's rumors of Pokemon, and that was part of the explosion <sighs> of, of of it because the coin itself is called um, Omi or Ecomi. Ecomi or the company who makes it. So I got involved with that because I was like, you know what it is? This these NFTs are a lot of them are total bollocks, but but there's some real substance to Batman NFTs which they've got on there. Like and and they've got um, basically you can have them in your room and all of that shit. And they're working on how you can. You're really selling it. Yeah, but. Well, yeah, just AR is what you're saying. Like, like I'm not trying to sell table. it. I'm not yeah, getting yeah. any money from selling this. I could, you know, it, it isn't really about that. I'm, I'm betting on the fact of a lot of people like stuff like Pokemon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if they, if they sign Pokemon, and as it happens, the licensor who works at the company did I used to work with Pokemon. Yes. He was the one behind bringing Pokemon to America and mm -hmm. calling it Pokemon and all of that. But the thing is. I immediately took about a 90% loss on that within a, Nailed it. Within a few weeks. Now Can it, you tweet, by the way, from now on, whatever you get in on, just so that I know not to get in well, on Well, interestingly, it's now, it's now back at about 50-odd percent of okay. what I paid for it. Regardless, I, I bought in on that for a long-term potential payout. And even then, I'm very accepting that that could never happen. It might never happen. But through, through putting my toe in the water, right now, three attempts, three misses, basically, mm -hmm. and... It's important that the, the regular people also understand that that is part of it. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, you also took three fairly risky um, things, fairly risky, Very risky. risks. Very risky. Whereas other people have kind of gotten in on your Ethereum's and you know your so, um, obviously you Bitcoin. There's Bitcoin like and Ethereum and, and everything else is basically altcoins, and uh, some have got more potential than others. Like for example, Ecomi, I think is in like the top three hundred yeah. already, and it is still. You know, the VV app is still a beta app. It's mm -hmm. it's not alpha. Mm -hmm. um, That's why they got you involved. No one uh, got him involved. And, uh, but, but, yeah, I, I think when I see YouTubers 
sort of saying, oh, you know, you need to get involved in this, you need to get involved in this. I get their excitement. Mm -hmm. They're making so much money. Regular people can't necessarily do that and also aren't in a position to take the hit on the risks. And Ever. and I know that YouTubers don't always think like responsible adults too. Sure. They, they're whipped up in the moment and they're loving this new craze. But, also, but it, it is, it's serious business. And, and to kind of add to that. Without regulation. And that's kind of the point of cryptocurrency is, you know, you can't, it was made to not really be regulated. So it's difficult then to bring in regulation. But well, I, I know everyone's got this story, but I'm no different. And years ago, uh, a guy who used to buy stuff on uh, Silk Road, mm -hmm. uh, which for those who don't know, was a place where you, you could, could get, get pretty much anything. Yeah. That, that you could was, get hits done on people. I on mean, Silk Road. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot of drugs and all of the rest of it. And hits. And, and, Bitcoin was the currency, and he was telling me, mate, you, you got to yeah, get in on this. There's and a load of murderers I'm like, out mate, there. I got no fucking money. I got, mm -hmm. I got I had no. So it was no use to me telling me that anyway. But uh, looking back at it, it You'd is. You'd be a millionaire now. Yeah, but fuck it. I'll get a millionaire anyway someday. Yeah. Someday. Soon. Uh, but <laughs> we don't know if it's going to be off a Comey. The, the point is that a, the, a lot of the people who, the, the influencers, those kind of guys who got involved with it, they probably didn't know they were screwing anyone over. They're probably in a house of people or a group of mates who are like, we're going to do this thing. Do you want to get involved? All you got to do is sell it to your audience, blah, blah, blah. This guy's 20 or whatever. And he's like, yeah, cool. I'll sell that to my audience. I'll make a load of cash. And they're like, yeah, and he'll make, and all your audience will make a load of cash as well. And before you know it, there's probably a young influencer who's selling a load of crypto and doesn't realize they're screwing someone else out of something. Mm, because I, this guy's sat in his bedroom. I'm but I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that's everyone, but I'm saying I think some people aren't, they don't look at the terms and conditions. They just go, I'm going to make money. I'll do it. Those lower level guys who did get caught out by this CoffeeZilla guy, um, yeah, it's just sick, isn't it? Like he didn't catch anyone. He caught them in the act. He literally caught. Yeah. He, he literally this motherfucker. <laughs> he literally traced uh, what they'd been tweeting. They looked at yeah, the transactions that had been going address, on online yeah. and basically narrowed down wallets that would have been theirs. It was it was pretty genius. It's some Sherlock shit that he is I like on it. sometimes. Yeah. The other aspect is I I think this is the first generation of this stuff. So this is like you know when we first had money. I think we'll look back in this. Like, you know when you find a Roman coin and you go to a museum and there's like a Roman coin in the museum and you go, so old, it looks so shit. In like a hundred years, they're going to be going... That's a euro. That's a... Well, they're going to be like, that. that's an Omi or whatever you mm. want to call it. Or like, that's a Bitcoin. I can't believe that this is what they did back then because it will uh, be so evolved. There's some like 12-year-old sitting in their room right now learning to code who's probably going to be, by the time they're 18, a fucking genius. Yeah. And they're going to code the next Facebook or the next Instagram, but for Bitcoin or for, you know, Ethereum or do their and, own and, coin. And part of the problem is that the boom has been missed by a lot of people. And a lot of people are, are I, I get that it's still in its infancy technically, yeah. but everyone has worked out that this is exploding. Mm -hmm. So now new coins are popping up left, right and center. And there's, there's just t almost too many in my, in, in, for, for, for someone like me to decipher between what's what's good what's not good and there's so many different youtubers who claim to be experts in this stuff mm -hmm. and you get hit with a wave of coins a wave of youtubers claiming to be a ne the next guru and i'm at a point now where i'm kind of like you know what i'm just gonna sit and watch this but from, that's the smart thing from to the do. sidelines because right. i i'm not in a position 
and uh, like a lot of YouTubers, where I can invest crazy amounts of money mm-hmm. and take and take losses potentially. I just We've had to pay for a producer now. Uh, yeah, th- that's why we've got subjects yeah. uh, today. Um, but also. Um, I need to focus on what my bread and butter is, which is this stuff. You know what I mean? And I think if you're if you're fortunate enough that you've got fuck you money and don't have to upload four or five videos a week like we do, then good on you. You know what I mean? Doss around, play the game, but that ain't that. And, and I don't think. I just think I want to keep my eye on what what is my thing. You know, that's I mean? kind of it. As I think, and this is definitely after lockdown and after everyone being in a house for a while. You know, we've we've all picked up an instrument or uh, a, a like a skill or whatever it is, and a lot of people sort of dip their toes in about a hundred different things because they were locked in a, a flat or a house, and they were just like, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a trader now." Yeah. And it's like, mm, well, you sort of what you did a one online course from Instagram. You're not a trader. You're just a person. Well, well actually, that's why. And I'm 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 not just. This isn't like a ironic plug, but mm-hmm. free trade actually feel. Right. And this is just us talking openly here. Yeah. This isn't sponsored or branded or anything. But when when I started learning from the guys at Free Trade, I was like, this feels safer. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I can get a lot more information about everything I'm, I'm getting involved in. The companies I can get, like, they're reputable companies. And you know what I mean? Like, real they're, they're real brands. They're, they're real. They're selling real things, you know? Okay. So I have got so much more context for whether this is risky or not. It isn't just a picture of a monkey with no known creator. But well, I, you more know what for I mean? you for not knowing how valuable the monkey is, I mean, Brian. Crack, buy as many monkeys as you like. That's what I'll say. I, I- <laughs> Do you know? Do you know when people get out of context? Yeah, buy as so, many monkeys as you like. So strange. I um, actually know the guy whose girlfriend. I know a guy, and he has a girlfriend. Go for it. Unusual. Wow. Um, Most of your mates are just single, lonely losers. Yeah, like me. Yes. Um, yes. So he, his girlfriend, uh, is the person who keeps all the art for Damien Hurst. Who's Damien Hurst, mate? Uh, famous artist yeah famous artist and he's the one who got into the crypto thing right yeah he did this smart thing which I thought was pretty genius he sold one NFT version of the art and one real version of the art to the same person and I think you could buy them for about two and a half grand at the time something like that Mm. it's a well spent two and a half grand by the way if you got in on that congratulations in a year's time you can choose to either destroy the NFT so delete it it's never going. It's never going to come back, or burn the art. And in one year, it basically makes it more valuable because you've gotten rid of one of those two things. Now, after people bought the two and a half grand NFT and the art, it instantly went up anyway. So it's like laundering money in a way. But I thought that was kind of genius. Now I was like, okay, I can understand why that is a valuable thing. I can't quite understand why a monkey wearing a cap is a is a valuable thing. But I can understand why a real world artist who has like kind of a cultural gravitas, if you like, like Damien Hirst, yeah. would be important. And, and I'd love to interview a, a true expert on this sort of stuff. Who is honest. a true expert? But that's the problem. Everyone claims to be. And there are mostly bullshitters. When, whenever you're in an industry where everyone claims to be an expert, 95% are bullshitters. Welcome to YouTube. So um, <laughs> we're all experts here, mate. We're all experts here. Yeah, you want to upload on a Friday because actually, well, no, don't upload. Oh, don't upload on a Friday. No, this upload the, on a Thursday. This is the What's thing. What's good for your audience? I'm sure that there's people screaming at the at, at their phones or whatever. There are saying you don't get it, right? You don't, and, and, and I accept. I do not. I do not get it. But I can't help and think that 
the billionaire who bought Logan's monkey off him for however many hundred grand, yeah. one day is going to be looking at this monkey going, well, that's fucking worthless now, isn't it? But the There's point is no with way, him, it doesn't matter to but, him. But, that, but at the same time... When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Like I'm saying about the the, the VV app, I, I get why that would be okay. valuable. Because the story behind Spider-Man and Batman and the... And the, the fucking decades upon history. decades of history right. that make those NFTs special. It's you, legacy. You, Elliot bought the fucking DeLorean from Back to the Future. It was in the fucking flat with the door lifting up and that. Yeah, I remember at the time thinking, what a fucking loser. <laughs> but the point but is... It's now worth how much money, Elliot? 60 grand? No, it's three It's three times. Okay. So a virtual car that any fucker could rent uh, Elliot themselves. Elliot didn't even get the good one. No, there's, there's a life size one, but anyway, a life size, yeah. But right. anyway, the, the point I'm it's making, the point I'm making is, is like it, this reminds me a lot like Pogs back in the day. Do you remember Pogs? Can I just say I made some notes? I actually put in the note Pogs. So weirdly, we must on be. <sighs> we are, we are, are so. But but the, but, but, but the trans- art, the terrestrial. art. Um, it's the like, art on the Pogs We're was, telekinesic um, Yeah I'm, We're telescopic th- So the, the art on Pogs Back in the day Pogs were these things Where you had a slammer You put your Pog down Again you've, you've said a slammer And sort of just held it up there So that you need to Lay the basis for the whole game Go for it What you've done is You've used a technical term And then explained another technical term So you know when Elliot Explains okay. the NFTs and everything And he goes You just gotta log in Through the back wallet Go in through your pancake swap <laughs> And shove it up your ass, And you go Oh fantastic Alright okay So Pogs, uh, Pogs were little cardboard sort of circular um, you know little art just um, there were tiny little coins made of cardboard that you uh, would stack up and the idea was you and your friend would stack up your collections together right and then you had a heavier coin that you would throw at them uh, and you uh, basically if you you put one pog down your mates put one pog down mm-hmm. and then the slammer gets slammed off of them and if you flip both over mm-hmm. you get to keep the pogs yes and it was a fun game far more fun than anything i've seen done with nfts by the way you've not seen the delorean's uh, back doors open well, so i mean yeah. on a phone i have right but then she's I a lovely could, woman <laughs> also you could just watch the video of that happening on youtube exactly on on back to the future yeah exactly but, i will get back to that in a second though because i think i understand that mm. but, right? but 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 regardless Regardless, look, it reminds me of that. And ultimately, mm-hmm. eventually, you realize you've got bags and bags full of pogs and you're now 16. You know what I mean? And the pogs are worthless. You can't wank over the pogs. And 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 anyway, so th- there is a hint of that way. I think, where is this going? Because mm-hmm. like I say, Batman, etc. I see the value. Mr. The Monkey Guy, I don't know. I, I guess the, the thing that is added to that and what you're saying about the legacy of Batman those kind of things if you can own a monkey by the way it's a, a rendered digital monkey that they've then acquired like they've uh, apparently there's like little functions on the app well where this is the silliness you can, like, about make him a punk or something. this is the silliness about it is punk monkey if you, you post a picture of the monkey and you're like hey guys I just bought this for a hundred grand or whatever mm-hmm. and then someone could literally save that picture to their phone right and they've got the same thing right it may not have version one or whatever mm-hmm. 
But yeah, that, they own the monkey. But I, I get it, and, and look, I'm not complaining about that because I get collecting is fun, and I understand why you'd want to collect the load of certain. Like I have that in me as well, that sort of need to. Have you ever collected anything? Uh, well, I had Premier League sticker books. Premier League sticker and books. And I had Pogs. I remember the best one was 1997. That sort of peaked and, Merlin sticker yeah, was 1997. And I, and I also loved like collecting action figures when I was a kid. What kind of action figures are we talking about? Uh, like Power Rangers, yeah. Turtles, mm-hmm. uh, Toy Story, mm-hmm. uh, all, all, of the, all of the best ones. You'd mix all the different universes together. People thought Marvel was genius. Brian was the first genius. He had Woody from Toy Story fighting Donatello uh, from... And then, Tur- and then Robin coming in on a, on a bike. Turns out Robin's gay. Yeah. Did you know that? They've they've rewrote it and Robin's now gay. I get a lot of messages. Did, did about, about that? I get a lot of messages. About really? That. Yeah, because a lot of people obviously think it's a sick diss to say I'm the Robin to your Batman. It's a good one. I think you make a great Robin, just to be clear. But I, be, think, I think I can play a very camp just, Robin just, very well. Just to be clear, we I'd be Bane and you'd be Joker though. That's, yeah, absolutely. That, that's We've worked one. this one out. We've we worked have, this out. We're, we're, a very intricate conversation. If you haven't um, been watching YouTube long, mm-hmm. we're the bad guys. Yeah. on YouTube, um, we're definitely you... not the ones pretending to be the good guys. Just to be absolutely clear, yeah, we're the fucking bad. We're not. The and Riddler. I wouldn't want it any other way, by the right. way, because I love being Bane. Yeah, and I love being the Joker. They expect one of us in the wreckage, brother. Right. Elliot, there you're you going to go. have to die with the plane. Yeah. The point is, with the, with that, I don't want a fucking monkey that's been owned by some billionaire in Beijing. I don't care about that. But the idea... Racist? That, no, it's nothing to do with him. The monkey is not Chinese, no, right? And I want to be absolutely clear about so that. it's second-hand Beijing monkey. It's a second-hand, that, and that's what I would call it. Uh. But the point is, I don't want Beijing monkey. I want... Uh, some famous guy's monkey because he's owned the monkey. Oh, so this, so this is why Logan can charge a fortune. And that's why yeah. these guys make it like their Twitter avatar and those kind of things. Because if you make that image famous or that becomes yeah. like a socially relevant image, it's almost good that more people copy and paste it and put it on their phone background and do that sort of thing. Because then people go, I own like a bit of a social movement here. Right? Well, like Pokemon cards obviously have always been valuable, but Logan particularly blew the fuck out of that and made mm-hmm. it way more valuable. And you know, if you were holding on to Pokemon cards pre pre Logan's live streams, you you love him now. Mm-hmm. You're like, you've just made me millions mm-hmm. just by bringing this back. That's partly what I've also learned from the whole cryptocurrency thing is people kind of want to sell for a million. They buy for a thousand. They want to you know they want to sp- sell it at a million. I'm one of those people. Right. Some people go, I buy at a thousand. I can sell at five thousand. I five times my money. I'm extremely grateful for that right so not everything is a get rich quick scheme it's sort of like a make a little bit of money and uh and 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 that's where i would recommend people go down the more mainstream certain route right um and i'm not calling anything certain no but i said more certain right because anything right now is more certain than the crypto industry and nfts in my Mm -hmm. opinion and that's what I'm saying about um, the free trade situation. What we learned, what we, it's it's not me pushing free trade specifically here. It's what I what we learned in their offices about investing in proper companies rather than you know this sort of thing. But we learned it can get you offices which are very nice. And I'm, I, look, I love the fact that there are people out there, especially young people, making a fucking fortune mm-hmm. of pictures of monkeys. Good luck, get your money if you can do it. But realistically i've got to step back and go i don't fucking trust this right now mm-hmm. and it seems like a very volatile situation mm-hmm. and i have been on the receiving end of that volatility numerous times already mm. in every time i've touched down that was a lot of shots in the dark that you took i, I did and, and this is the thing i could do because i'm fortunate but mm. i think it's important to, to to tell the other side of the story on this podcast mm-hmm. because 
a lot of people like to celebrate their wins very big, but mm. not many people will own their losses, especially not like me. Right. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Mm. I bought crypto three times, shame on everyone. But this is the thing. I'm quite happy with the VU thing because it it, it, it's showing steady progress. Right. And to me... I would take that over the insanity that I see out there right now. Do you know what I'm encouraged by with the whole Bitcoin crypto thing? It's becoming more mainstream. So uh, I think you can trade it on PayPal now. There are more and more celebrities that are getting involved with it in the States. So there's like Tom Brady is advertising one. I think his friend Rob that, That's another thing one. though. When, when, when that's a good thing for us. Is it though? Yeah, because dads and idiots who watch NFL on the weekend, I'm not saying anyone, anyone who watches NFL is an idiot because I very much appreciate that. But what I mean is anyone, any idiot who's just watching the TV on the weekend goes, oh, I'll put some money in that. I, Good for us. I, I'm again. I'm not trying to push Vive because, like I say, I'm I'm sort of relaxed about this whole thing. Like it could go Shout wrong. Out. What I've accepted it. You yeah. know what I mean? Just but they, I think they've got the license for the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. Do they? Yeah. So can so, I get a rare Tom Brady on Vive? Well, they they, I, they, they haven't released the them. They haven't gone there yet because the the app's in beta. But right. I imagine down the road that'll be the when the alphas come along. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That'll be you. I've been a, doing a little bit of NBA trading on NBA Top Shot. I made Still any have money? No idea how and why it works. Still, uh, I'm not saying it's a money laundering app, but there are a few times where I go, that layup from this obscure player who plays for the Denver Nuggets has just sold for $15,000. I don't understand this. And I don't know why that pe- uh-huh. particular thing has just sold $15,000, but it seems that that transaction of money has gone from there to there. Why would that happen? So, and I, no one can track it. No one knows why. Like, it just seems like someone's just pretty much used a platform to illegally move money between two. And I'm not saying NBA Top Shot did that because I quite enjoy it. But it, it, it's, a, it's a bit like the old FIFA thing where, where you could basically make anything any price you wanted, which yeah. is how people managed to transfer FIFA coins around to different uh-huh. um, players um, on the game. Why do you think the Cybermen are so rich? Well, actually, it is down to FIFA coins, and I, and ironically, joke, yeah. um, I, I wonder where this is going in football terms. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the the Premier League days of collecting stickers were huge, mm-hmm. so no doubt someone is sitting on that and thinking we're going to make a fortune off Premier League NFTs. Is that Sorare? Sorare? Sorero? There's a football one. There is one that does it, but these guys, I had to unsubscribe from the email in the end, sent me about 50 emails a day going, rare Neymar, uh, one of two out there. Buy it now for 10 grand. What are you saying, Elliot? Oh, Bitcoin's now an official currency of El Salvador as well. Uh, so that's encouraging for anyone who lives in fucking El Salvador or is ever planning on going to El Salvador. Uh, my, tra- my passion for travel uh, is temporarily dead because I'm not traveling sometimes. You, you've been traveling. Oh, I let, went on let's, holiday. Let's talk about your holiday. Sure, why not? Yeah. How, uh, so just What's to put some place? context on it, mm-hmm. you went back to the country where... Uh, My your, wife your was a refugee from, from during the, the um, I'll call it a genocide, because it was, um, during the, the genocide they so went through Which country, country would that have been? Kosovo, mm. which is an internationally recognized country by some people. There are some countries that don't recognize it for political reasons. Oh, so really? I don't want to upset anyone here. Do, do, do they say it's not a country because they still class it as? Uh, because uh, they, so everyone knows there was a conflict in that area at the time. And uh, Serbia believes that land belongs to Serbia and Albanians and Kosovans believe that that land belongs to 
um, Albanians and Kosovans. And so there's Albanians kind of, and Kosovans. Uh, well, Kosovo is kind of their... It, it's like me saying, you're Geordie, but you're English. Okay. So uh, Kosovan people are very much linked to Albania, if that makes sense. Okay. Because they are Albanian, but they want their own country to be able to be self-governing and sovereign. And I get that, and that's important. Done right? your research. Done my, well, I've had to. At this point, I'm pretty sure you'd pass the exam. Uh, well, I have passed the exam. We've got a child, so uh, he's a great kid. Easy way to pass the exam. Yeah, exactly. I wish I, all exams were that easy. I would have got A's <laughs> at school. I'd have spunked it. Oh, uh, so we decided uh, post-pandemic that it was important to take our son back to Kosovo because... He needs to learn about his history. He needs to learn about his history. While he's, while he's young enough to absorb it all. Exactly, while he's, <laughs> while he's under a year old. <laughs> Uh, I love the fact that he's just making notes like bloody hell this is amazing I've got to admit I do you know they say like travel broadens the mind I think when you're young and you are like you're a sponge for absolutely everything when we went to Kosovo I remember thinking it's really hot first of all I'll, I'll talk more about this when we're going around he was observing everything and like taking it all in when he came back I don't, I don't know if it's real or maybe I'm just looking at him and going yeah he's changed I felt like he looked different because broadened his horizons yeah he went yeah there is a bigger world out there yeah hey, dad. London's a big place hey dad I love London but I want to travel as soon as I'm old enough genuinely I'd love it if he did that I think it'd be incredible well if he's like his old man he's going to enjoy the, the look of foreign women and that'll lead him off to all corners of the globe he is a good looking little kid um, of course I will say uh, by uh, the way for those who are wondering he looks a lot like Lawrence like a lot. But with like little touches of his, so he's got like um, thicker lips than I do and those I kind of I things. I don't want to piss anyone off when I say that. I know you're, you're not d- pissing anyone you're, off. You're caveating it well. No, no, no. But, but it, it's a carbon copy. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's Lawrence with blonde hair. So I sent my dad a picture of him the other day and dad said, when was this picture taken of you? Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, no, there's a picture. And of he actually looks son. so much like your dad as well, by the way. So my dad came to visit yeah. yesterday and we went into a I coffee. I think he kind of looks more like your dad even than you almost. Does that make sense? Chubby Cheeks will do that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, once the puppy fat comes. <laughs> what about dad? <laughs> but the point is, with, <laughs> like, they both have quite sort of like, you know, the McKennas have quite um, sizable cheeks, shall mm. we say. And Soaring so, nuts for the winter, aren't you? <laughs> clearly, mm. all three of us like stood in a row in a coffee shop and the guy went, are you related? And we were like, yeah, well done, Sherlock. The McKenna boys. Yeah, it was a nice moment. So anyway, we fly to Kosovo. Um, I've got a little bit, I've, I get like a nice offer, so we fly business. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I felt pretty good about that. I felt like, you know, post-pandemic, I, I deserve a nice plane ride. I think you do, because I, I don't know anyone who loves traveling more than you do. And you and know. I, I know it really bummed you out not being able to do that. So we book, I booked that as a surprise. Okay. So when we get to the airport, I'm like, no. <laughs> We're not going in that line. We're going in this line. Oh, I bet you should have loved it. She loved it. Because oh, you and I have flown yeah. business before, and that was the first time I ever flew business. Yeah. We flew business when we went for a business meeting somewhere else, right? Yeah. And we kind of, re- I realise now, we kind of spunked it by playing Mario Tennis for the full... Um, that wasn't true business, though, was it? It was like half business, was, half it's sort coach. of... Yeah, it was just normal. Yeah. But at the, the to time, me, it felt what, fancy. What, so what we had there should be the bare minimum that everyone has. Right. And, and that was a good argument, Which, but for some weird reason, p- planes don't believe that people deserve that. No, and, and that's why I hate flying, and I truly hate flying. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like hell for me will just be in one long plane ride. Right. Where I'm, like, s- just cooked in, like, sardines. Yeah. Back in the day when I used to... Um, I used to fly to London back when, you know, we first started doing this. Can you is that not that? insane to you that they made you fly to London? Like, is that any easier than Nobody, taking the no, train? No one made me fly, but like, it was, it was just like, oh, we'll fly because it's quicker. 
in theory, but like in theory, the I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to make this a complaining podcast. But, but it is the faffing. But I fucking hate airports and I fucking <laughs> hate aeroplanes. What's Newcastle Airport like? I've never been there. Well, it's like any airport. They're all shit to me. I hate every airport equally. I'm about to tell a story about how much I love the airport. Go for yeah. it. Well, like obviously, I love flying anyway. I love airports. I love going places. So we. I, I mean, it's just loads of cues, mate. What What could you possibly like about airports? Tell me. Everyone's everyone's queuing. Everyone's rushing around. Everyone's not. No one's polite. Everyone's. Oh, we gotta get the bags. Yeah. What, what is what is fun about that? Though? The business lounge was what was fun about that. Mate, it's just a lounge with seats and, and windows. And we're we're in a lounge right now, technically. But, yeah, but I know, but I'm not waiting to go anywhere. And there's not a woman who constantly comes over and goes, "Can I get you another top up for that? Or can I get you another you, sandwich?" You, you know, or, and I was the, like, "Do you know there's something about Laura that's like <laughs> over the years I've picked up about you is like." You are obsessed with like the finer like side of life, like that. Especially if it's like travel. No, but there's a word, and to me, there's a word that sums you up. Wanker. No. Oh. It's it's that luxury. Luxury. But luxury. but when I say I, I, before I met you, I was like luxury, you know. But you go luxury. No, but say it the way you always say it. Luxury. luxury. You really say it. Feels good. L- right. Luxury. And I hadn't felt like this in a while. I, I, I right? accept that. Yeah. So we're all sitting in this lounge, and obviously Flu's sitting there like, wow, this is good. You know what I My mean? My man did good. Exactly. I'm and proud of that. We're sitting next to all these older couples. Well done. Thank well, you. Well I, done. I did feel proud in Mate, that. You're a boss. I, I did also that. think in that moment, I was like, should I text Brian and go, thanks for the money? And go, Fuck you off. know. No, but it was like a moment where I was a bit like, this is cool. I'm and proud even, of you. even our son is sitting there going, this is good. He's a little pimp. He's sitting yeah. there enjoying his second refill of milk or whatever. His third refill of the milk with cocoa melon on the side there. Yeah. So we're all sitting there like having a good time, constantly just bringing me more Is drinks. he breastfeeding? Not anymore, no. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I was just mentally picturing Yeah, picturing it. because you, yeah, you see my wife. Um, and so... <laughs> So uh, we then we get on the plane. He falls asleep. Oh, this imp, but like I that, do. pretty perfect. And yeah. I was like, "What if he?" The thing is, you know, when you take off, he just kept doing this, like that. Oh. Like, ah. And I was like, "Yeah, I know." So you give him a bit of milk. Oh, yeah, because uh, yeah. So the, your so when he's sucking on the bottle, yeah, yeah, I did and it that. is a bottle. I yeah. did that. Yeah, um, you saw. it helps his ears. Yeah, yeah. So then he falls asleep almost mm. straight away. We have him on a he, we have him laying down in a seat in between the two oh. of us. Along come like our meals. Honestly, it was the best flight I've ever had. And then we get to Kosovo. I genuinely was worried about that because in, in, in my head, I'm like, this can be a fucking nightmare. Babies on planes. Yeah, and yeah. Some was, of the other babies are like, yeah. And you turn around and go, will you shut that kid up? Yeah. Your baby's shit. I'm sorry. Can you draw those curtains that go back to coach, please? My because- baby. Brilliant. Yours is rubbish. You did cry a little bit when we were taken off. And at that point, I remember thinking, Pussy. I paid for, I paid for business class, but like on a discount, some other people here will have paid for it. And I'm in there with a kid screaming in their faces. Suck it, nerds. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And yeah. I was a bit like, Deal fuck with you. It. Yeah. Anyone I mean, let's be real it. though. If you're going on a, on a holiday in summer, and you don't expect children on a plane, you're a fucking moron. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, don't, don't complain you. about that. Yeah. It's summer. Mm-hmm. If, if it, you know, if you want to make sure there's no kids on a plane, charter your own, pal. Well, there was one woman who sat down in business and uh, she was sort of opposite and a little bit forward and I was sat in the aisle with him, sort of on my lap. And she sat down opposite and as she, she went, and I was like, 
I'm sorry, I didn't realise this was your plane. Like, genuinely, if you've got oh, a problem mate, with it, mate, don't travel with the public mate, if you I, have a problem with mate, it. Mate, I'd literally just, I'd be straight up going, what, 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 <laughs> no, but that, can I help you? But you know me, I'm the opposite of that. I'll go, your card's marked. Mm. See you in five years when I'll get revenge. Yeah. Um, that's the point. <laughs> so you're, you're a real slow player. I want, yeah, like you don't want to feel the knife going in. No. You, they don't even know the knife no. is going it's in. It's like Batman, ironically. The, you're more like Poison Ivy. Right. It's the slow blade yeah, that exactly. you don't see coming. And the twist of the knife. I slowly twist, and before you know it. Um, I, I've had some. Leading out on the floor. You know, good flights. Yeah? <laughs> nah. You. But the, the, there's been a few noticeable ones where I've been throwing up after nights on a plane. Uh, I remember that night we ended up in a. Uh, sorry, I ended up in a strip club, and um, I didn't end up in it. Just to be absolutely. No, I it wasn't lost. Yeah. I remember going back the next day, and I was just hurling up on the plane, and everyone's like, "There was guys like taking videos of me who recognised me," and I, and I was like, "Were you sorry? You were throwing up in the public space in the plane?" I, but I had three chairs to myself. Because the Lola. to be fair, I will give credit on in in, in some regards is the, um, some of the staff on board the planes. God knows how much shit they put up with. They let but, you out the cage and sort of to roam free. No, but they were like um, they were cute little old ladies sort of fussing over us, and they right. were like, "Oh, we'll look after you." Oh, that's they probably nice. fancied me just as the sick was dripping off my bottom lip, uh, off your beard, off my beard. as it went down the beard. <laughs> I swear to God, the, the most unattractive thing ever is, uh-huh. a, is a beard after someone's thrown up. With sick in it, yeah. Oh, God. That's I, lovely. I, welcome back to the podcast subscribers, by the way. <laughs> Nothing uh, sexier. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking hate flying. So, so what was the country like, though, when you got there? Uh, because, because obviously, without going too, too hard into every little detail, you know, your uh, your missus family had to escape a lot. You know, they went. It, it, it wasn't a great situation. It was a them. terrible situation yeah. in this country, well, and it's a situation. Yeah, it's trying to be nice, but yeah, like where where one day um, people are living side by side, mm. and like um, so, you know, Serbs and Kos- uh, Serbs and Albanians and Kosovans are all living side by side, and the next day, because of the government and those kind of things, and because of political situations, you're not quite sure who you can trust. There are police going around just inviting young men to go to buildings, slitting their throat, shooting them in the back of their head, all these kind of things. And that's what's kind of bizarre when you're there is how that was still so recent in their history. Oh, yeah. So, you know, with us, the World War Two and World War One feels a little bit removed. It feels hundreds of years away, right. actually. But, you know, your granddad was brave and, you know, your great uncle was brave and all these kind of things. So you've sort of got an element of pride about it because you're like, yeah, this person died for a good reason. And uh, like, you know, you know, I think about that now. Mm-hmm. Those poor fuckers would be turning in their graves if they've seen the shit show that this country's become. <laughs> but anyway, carry on. <laughs> More about that later. So uh, we were there and then there are people, we're, we're walking down the street in, her hometown and they're like oh yeah this is where 50 people were shot should we get an espresso and i'm sort of like wait there were 50 people shot over there like that's terrible and the whole country is quite small anyway what are the people like are they, are, you know how there's a, a, every, every country seems to have a vibe so like for example english people are sort of too polite and quite subservient right uh, americans are seen as you know, arrogant and a bit loud. Noise, what, noisy. What, what, you know, I'm, I'm generalizing, but I'm trying to get a gauge for what it was like over there. It's quite sort of, um, I call them humble people um, mm. and quite sort of uh, welcoming, extremely welcoming, extremely proud. Like they'd always want to tell you something. Mm. They'd try their best to speak English because obviously I'm not speaking that much great Albanian. 
and not that much. Not that much. Are you learning? I'm learning. I'm trying to learn. Trying to I rate learn. that. Um, because so, at least when she gets angry with you, you can understand her now. So that is part of it. I've started to understand people's curse words and stuff oh, like really? that. So I'm literally like, I know what you're saying now. You know that, right? Yeah. Um, you, so we're walking around this country. It's like 38 degrees for the first three days oh, that we're there. What was the boy like? He was fine, actually. If anything, it made him sleep longer. He yeah. was like, mm, yeah, this is good. I'll nap in this. But yeah. we don't get to nap. I have to push this kid around in his, in his push chair for hours. Oh. The food was a lot different to England, <laughs> he said diplomatically. Yeah. There's a lot more meat. There's a lot more rice. Would I have liked it? Because I do like meat and rice. Right. You would actually quite like I, meat and rice. Yeah. And, but I wasn't, I don't think I was... What kind of meat? Is it just anything and everything? Mostly beef, because it's a mostly Muslim country. Uh-huh. So there's no, there's not any pork, really. So you couldn't get bangers and mash anywhere? You could, you just get pork, uh, you get uh, beef sausages. Uh. But like, there are delicacies which are pretty good. Mm. Like, uh, we went to one of their local, like, here's the thing. Everyone there is running their own business. This isn't like, you know, in London, it's like, you. I work for Pret or I work for blah, blah, blah. When we go to this town, the guy who works in the kebab shop owns the kebab shop. The guy who works in the taxi owns the taxi. The, 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 Everyone owns their own shit. The, I mean, that's fantastic, yeah, surely. And, that, and obviously amazing. that's kind of the way this country was before Margaret Thatcher. Privatized, um, or yeah, privatized everything. Uh, Nationalized. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I think people take a lot more pride in their work in, right. in that regard. And I would imagine that, because I've been to a restaurant before where the guy, like, I don't know why I'm, but it was a, a Greek restaurant I once went to. He owned it. And, and, and a, a guy owned it and he almost welcomed me in as if it was his home. Right. And, and when people have that attitude, I don't know, I just feel like it's a, it's a level up from when, and, I, and, and you know, I think um, the pride that people have, it, it's a shame more people don't get that in this country. And now, it, and I think it's a very deliberate thing that's been taking place in the UK for many decades now. But yeah, go on, sorry. Well, what I was going to say was, it kind of gave me a new perspective because obviously I'm around my wife and her family like quite a lot and mm. they're very proud to be from this part of the world. As I would also say, there are probably a lot of Serbian people out there who are also on the other side of what turned into a conflict who feel very proud about where they're We're from. not going to get loads of political uh, messages. I get this. enough. I like Honestly, I know a lot of lovely Serbian people. I'm good friends with uh, people like Vuj and people like that. They're oh. lovely people. I get a lot of hate uh, from just random people going, how the f- how can you, you know, have a wife who's Albanian, you disgusting, blah, blah, blah. Right. I want to come kill your kid, those kind of things. Right. And like, that's a fairly I, I know, I know, um, without going into all the details, I know recently there was a lot, a lot of that sort of uh, stuff after you became, yeah. you know. Yeah. That, uh, can I just say one thing about that? Uh-huh. That all popped off the first day of our holiday and obviously I didn't see it coming because there was no sort of uh, there's no warning for this sort of stuff happening on YouTube so I didn't see any of that coming and so Flew and I are trying to enjoy our first ever holiday as a family with a baby with a baby and uh, and a a lovely romantic time hopefully where you guys are going to finally have a break after you know Covid and and a lot of let's be honest a lot of stress and I'm and you're no different to anyone else in that regard but I think when you spend a lot of money to try and make something special happen right as a YouTuber the last thing you want is to open your phone up and have people saying what about your kid your son your son's gonna watch this in 15 years and be ashamed of you and yeah, that kind of yeah. Or messaging Flume and being like, uh, yeah, why would you marry this prick? Blah, blah, uh, blah. Yeah. Flu gives as good as she gets, and I will give her that. Um, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, which is quite fun. She's a feisty woman. She's a, she's, yeah, mm. she's extremely feisty. If anything, I think um, people are lucky 
She's not on camera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To be honest, that was part of it. Like yeah. she was. Um, How soon at the holiday? Like day one. Okay. So we so, we land uh-huh. day one. This hits. Mm. And so I'm sort of... You're uh, getting lots of people slagging you off online and all of that. And in my mind at the time, when I first saw it, I thought, well, this won't be as big as it became. Mm. So it became much bigger than I thought. So originally when I saw it, I went, oh, tweet about that but, but, and that'll pass that I on. mean, without... I couldn't... Honestly, I'm so over it. And I am so over YouTube drama genuinely because I think it's something that you do when... Like, we have content to make. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm actually trying to make content about football and fighting and all that. And I could give a shit about this. But I am more interested in how you are feeling. Yeah. Because you're my best mate. I love you a bit. And I care about you and your family. And I wanted you to have a great time. And that was one of the things in my head when you were out there was I could give a fuck about YouTube drama... Uh, because it's here today, gone tomorrow, fish and chip newspaper. But I know that this is so important to you, and that's yeah. what I was feeling. And yeah, and, and and that was part of it. And I guess I was sitting there also feeling like I, I was a long, I felt in a very unusual scenario that I'd never really been in before at home. And then I was also in a very unusual scenario in another country where I'd never really been to a country like this before, which is extremely hot, extremely out of my own comfort zone, kind of. And I like to travel, but I've never really traveled to a place where there are power cuts in the middle of the day sometimes because someone's decided to turn the power off because there's not enough power within the country. We're talking about a country here that's become its own country very recently. So there's a lot of like logistics things that happen that people just sort of accept. So when the power goes off for them, they're like, oh, the power's gone off. But I'm sort of like, in my mind, during the holiday, I'm going, the power's gone off. That's six hours for all these notifications to rack up. So the power comes back on. My signal comes back on on my phone and my mm-hmm. phone just goes, Brrr. do you remember the um, the first charity the match that we men. did? Yeah. It was like that. The Sidemen charity match where we slagged everybody off. Absolutely everybody <laughs> from front to back on yeah. the game. We, we didn't get invited back for the second one. But, no. you know, guess what? We got back for the third one. Slagged everybody Absolutely. off. Absolutely. And you know, with the funny thing about that, I, I'm starting to see there's a pattern that when I slag something off, I don't get invited back for the second one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm noticing that We're going to have to do our own charity thing. I'm gonna, uh, honestly, I'd love to raise more money for charity mm. because I'm such a selfless person. I'm so giving, but I just don't get enough chance to show people that. <laughs> so and so, so I, I will, it, I'll say, can I just caveat the whole conversation yeah. by saying there were some things I felt really bad about and I felt, and in that moment I did some reflection and obviously I'm sitting in another country doing some reflection and going, you know what? I, maybe I made someone feel terrible and I don't feel good about that. Yeah. But that's not a good state to be in while you're on holiday. And no one's saying you feel sorry for me. I'm not going, my whole holiday was ruined. Uh-huh. All I'm saying was I'm describing a situation I was in and you might be able to relate to it. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there reflecting. Pro- pro- probably not for most people because it is a very weird thing. Yeah. And I can say from my own experience, experience which is is obviously huge to a degree Mm -hmm. um very formative what when you're feeling out of control Mm -hmm. of of a certain situation um it's it's a horrible feeling when i'm sure many people have felt in in different ways whether or not you're getting targeted um by maybe there's a neighbor you're in a dispute with or if if, you know people when you when you feel targeted by a large group of people and in and when it comes in a wave like that, it's very hard to sort of know how to handle it. And there mm-hmm. is no manual for this. Mm. And then you also have, more importantly, the, the the child to look after in a foreign country where, yes, obviously, you know, your his family are there and stuff like that. But still, you're, you're on guard. You want to, you, you don't quite feel as safe as when you're at home. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things going through your mind. I can only imagine. And, and when you're at home, you can go to your own bed. Mm. And also when there's a lot of YouTube drama, 
a lot of people on YouTube who have drama don't actually have families. They're people who have very little else going on in their lives. Mm. So they can afford to take five days out and go, I'm going to be feeling a bit down or anxious or whatever for five days. There's no one else relying on me and they're probably making a lot of money off AdSense or whatever it is. So they can afford to take some time out, right? Mm -hmm. I felt like I'd ruined our first family holiday myself because in that moment... Because she was getting affected by it. She was affected by it. She was affected by how I was on the holiday Uh, because I was obviously, um, you know, not like myself. uh But also there were moments where we were also incredibly grateful and it goes the opposite way where it swings the opposite way and you're like fuck this like this is a great day i'm really enjoying seeing this meeting your meeting your extended family i'm glad that you enjoyed it and and i really am like glad that you were able to just put that one side because i know how much it meant to you and you really and despite what anyone says i know you're a good person despite your sense of humor being warped and dark and fucked up just like mine uh you know you you really do deserve that holiday and you you, you know and and to work so hard to try and give your kid a lovely experience like that to show him where his family were from. You know, that, that, that says a lot. And I'll, I'll preempt two things. People in the comments saying things like, um, oh, you're just trying to make people feel sorry for you in a situation where you were a wanker or whatever. I get that, right? And people can be wankers. Oh, no, you, you've, you've I, acknowledged that. For yeah, sure. we've all been wankers at some point yeah. in our lives online, but that's not an excuse for... But all you, do is a, you, all you can do is apologize, which you've done, right. and, and, but, and try and move on. But you know, you know me. And what, there's two things that always get me into trouble. I say things thinking that on the other end, there is someone who's receiving that, understanding what my intent is. Mm-hmm. And so the, the thing I then hate, I, and I, I think I hate it more than anything else, is not being understood mm-hmm. and that people don't understand where you're coming from. So the want for the whole of that time for me to just go, no, you don't get it. That's not what I'm trying... But tra- the problem is, Loz, some people don't want to understand. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And, and it's, it's, a, it's a deliberate thing where they know fine well, you know, what you're like and who you are and all of that. And, mm. and I'm not taking shots here. It's just there were so many people who were talking online and all of that. I, I was just like, what? Lawrence McKenna? Are we really... Are we going to do this? Are we? Do you, do you, rem- do you remember him roasting the side, man? Do you, do you remember the charity... Do you, do you, do you remember this, any of this? this you, know, you don't have comedian in your Twitter bio, but mm-hmm. you're a piss-taking, you know, jokey, not serious kind of guy. That's, but that's, my, and, that's and, a demeanor that I've ad- ad- adopted mm-hmm. online. And for some reason, a lot of people in that moment thought, that's, all, that's 100% you, no, that's but the, all the your reason, character. The reason for that is, is because when we talk to our audience who have a long, long-standing you know, um, relationship watching us and, and, and absorbing our personalities... Mm-hmm. They, they, we don't need to say at the start well we're going to make some jokes now yeah, yeah, right. you know can I just say the irony was the day before the whole thing broke and before we went before we, I went away on a holiday you and I actually had quite a frank chat on the phone yeah and I said to you um, actually part of my problem is I don't think I'm able to mentally process um, I'm able but I don't think I have mentally prote- processed what it's like to have this platform because I still think of this as your platform that I just happen to be on and I'm like the the mate who's tagged along if that makes sense and I said uh-huh. to you I don't feel famous I don't feel like I'm better than anyone else I <laughs> do, don't do you feel- know what's so funny I think we spoke after it all broke because you yeah. were like I don't feel like anyone it, it, was, it was sort of not feeling acknowledgement or, or, or that sort of uh, self-worth that you were sort right. of wrestling with. Yeah, yeah. And after this happened, I remember laughing with you going, well, you wanted... Uh, <laughs> you wanted people to know who you are. I was trying... What I was wrestling with was like the idea of um, giving you credit 
and knowing what my part was in that mm. and not taking away from you and knowing where you end and I begin, but also that we're a team, mm. but also how to tell other people that without going, um, actually, I sort of did quite a bit of this yeah. stuff as well and not making, because you know what, last night before when we said we were going to do the podcast again, I went back and I watched some old podcasts mm. and I was, I'll be honest, I was about five glasses of champagne deep at this point. After we noticed in the yeah. group chat. Right. <laughs> and um, uh, and my, the effect alcohol, alcohol has on me is it makes me become like a bit out of body. So I start to sort of observe myself and I'll watch myself in videos and be like, shit, <laughs> like, well, look at that guy. Mm. And it made me look at you and um, go, fuck, he was really good in these interviews. And was I patronizing Brian? Or was I thinking I was better than I was? Or was I giving myself a bigger role in this podcast mentally than I've ever had? And so I, I've really, that's, that's been my whole past six, seven months is questioning like my whole role on those things and where I'm going and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So when all this came up, not only was it obviously a painful uh, thing to approach, shit, maybe I was a bit of a cunt. But that was midway through my own set of reflections about me and my own changes in life and becoming a dad and those kind of things. So it was a big, um, it had quite a big uh, impact. But what I would say is it's, I've made, we've made that into a positive impact. And it's been a really reflective, like positive time. I think if you don't wrestle with your behavior and regret mm. you're not a man you know like okay uh, to me one of the and i buy man i mean a grown man grown, you know, grown an adult up. yeah yeah i think the hardest thing about being an adult is uh learning to live with regrets mm-hmm. and i have i've had a few but then again too few <laughs> to mention oh, no seriously i've yeah. had a lot yeah um you know this is the thing is we we get into a serious subject and then we make jokes uh, people uh, like it. right it I, seems I, to be a format i I, I, one of the hardest bits of my life is, is regrets and mm-hmm. all of the things that I, I look back on and think, oh, could I have done that? Could I have said that differently? And ultimately, I have to go into my heart and question that and go, yeah, but where was where was your heart at in that? Were, were you being were you being selfish or or in your genuine logic did you really think that this was you know and. And I've and I have been selfish at times, and I have been a bad person at times, and I have done things that I'm not proud of. But also, generally speaking, I know I've got a good heart, and I know I care about people. And and when and when you were going through, you know, um, it was a storm in a teacup. It was it was silly to me. It was like yeah, a bit of an asshole, but fuck me. Like, but I realised like a lot of that was down to the perception that people have of you sure. that enabled them to sort of get super aggressive with it and and ironically two wrongs don't make a right you know if one person's a twat and then everyone then piles on that person for being a twat and goes completely overboard about it they're also twats do you know what i mean right. so so um and that's not to diminish I, what, I, I, what yeah. the point i'm making is 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 it, 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 a valid point at the start is yeah Bad joke, twat, what, whatever. Hold, hold your hands up. It's over and done with. Mm-hmm. But the the way social media is and the frenzy, you know, it reminds me of uh, the Simpsons when they all got their stakes and the flames. It's silly, and and they those this huge group of people don't realise like you're going overboard now. Like you know, and, and and I get it, I get it because in the heat of the moment when you feel attacked, you want to attack back. Right. And and ultimately. We all have to grow up. We all have to be more mature online. And that's the thing I think I've really got out of this year is like 
just let it go. Right. Like, if I ever have a real problem with someone, I ain't going to talk about it online. I'll just punch them square in the face. You know what I mean? Right, okay. That's a real problem. And, and yeah, and, and to, to, to sort of add to that, that was what I was wrestling with uh, whilst I was away on holiday. Mm. And it was this idea but of the, the, one minute you swing from, mm. sorry, one, one minute you swing from, this is all so silly. Um, and, you, and your mind is going through, even if you know you, you, you've got nothing. You know it's silly, but then when you see the thousands of tweets and the right. thousands of messages where other people are taking it so seriously, you in your head are going, oh my God, this isn't silly. This is really serious. And the shame yeah. is very real. Shame, shame is a killer. Because, that, you know shame? Shame is why people commit suicide. Yeah. It's the number... It, the minute anyone makes someone feel that deep, dark shame that... Um, the, the girl who presented Love Island, um, sorry. What Caroline was, Flack. Caroline Flack. Mm -hmm. That shame that she felt for what she was being hammered for and all of that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing that gets people to go over the edge. And right. then, and ultimately, we've had more than enough time online to realise that there's a healthy balance to be had between criticism and annihilating someone for a mistake. And the mistake... The punishment has to fit the crime is what I'm trying to say here. And, right. And, and I'm not even having a go at the people who had a go at you. No. What I'm saying is, we just need to learn. And I think literally one of the first things I said on the call, and it was a support call because you guys were sitting at home going, fuck, Lawrence is halfway around the world. We don't know how he's reacting yeah, we, to this. Yeah, we, we wanted and to I, have a bit of a catch up with you. Right. And I sure. think I tweeted something, which was probably a mistake because it, you know, like, and I'm- I, 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 I said, you know, I, I said, uh, point blank period to you. I said, don't. this is a result of a lot of your other shit. This is, a lot of people- who are Man United fans, Man City fans, who've been annoyed at you before. A lot before. of the avatars did uh, have Pogba uh, in them, I would uh, say. Yeah, uh, uh, the point I'm, I'm making is, this is people's chance to go, ah, we get to get the guy who who's very funny and gets other people or whatever. But the point is, and this is what I was trying to get at before, is you've got to question your intent and what's in your heart and, 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 and where you're really coming from mm -hmm. in that moment. Usually, unless it's a joke, which we do make a lot of them, I'm trying to come from a genuine place, and, and I know you do as well, and I think that's what I wanted you to hold on to is, you know, I did say, look, mate, you've been a twat in the past, and you've brought this on yourself. Yeah. And I was very honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but also, I said, you're a great person, and let's be real, how many duos on YouTube have landed the, that's the test of time? Like, the reason we have is because we genuinely love each other, we, we look after each other, and we look after everyone around us as well, by the way. And those people look after us. Absolutely, well. yeah. we're a fucking family here. So, so it was just important to go, yeah, you've been a twat, but you're not actually a bad person. Right. Remember that, you know? And I think what I, what I wanted to do was give you the real shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Not, and that not, was really helpful. And not, not the lopsided, we all hate you, but also not bullshit you and say, oh, you're great and you haven't done anything wrong. I think also it helps to have a friend who's been through an, uh, something probably 10 times, 100 times worse than mm. what I've been through. But having been through uh, the process that you go through when mm. people are trying to make you feel ashamed and what's strange and what I can understand why people like Caroline Flack did what she did. Mm not because I at any point had suicidal thoughts or got anywhere no, near but, that because I didn't. You're, you're, you're saying your experience was minute, but even still, you get a window. Right, and I got this interesting window into, uh, hey, you've criticised a mental health charity event, Kill Yourself. Now, there's an interesting irony, delicious <laughs> irony in that that I definitely took some pleasure in, but I, I, from the proportion of people who messaged me and went, you're, you should end your life, like you're the worst person online, it, it came in like a slew and I didn't feel bad because of that. 
but I, I did see the impact that it had because Flew had never seen stuff like that. And Flew had never gotten messages from people saying, your husband should kill himself and I hope he dies. Or uh, saying things like, I hope your son dies of a serious illness. Mm-hmm. Or things like that. I remember that, you telling me about that as, as it happened. So just because... Just I don't want anyone thinking he's exaggerating or whatever. Like this is just a, it's just life for us. Like, and 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 I'm and, and I yeah. I understand when you sign up to this game. There's a lot of benefits. There's some drawbacks. And 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 me and you have signed up for that, but your kid hasn't. You know what I mean? And then yeah. and I think there should be a line. And I guess um, you know when when we cross the line. Um, the, the people think that that's fair game then. But the, the point is, is you don't get to keep the moral high ground when you come down and go further down than I did. And that's... And and you can get fucked at that point. You know uh, what I'm saying? And that was... And, but the, the temptation to then say to those people, get fucked. And, you know, like that is very tempting to like just tweet out, just get fucked or whatever. Or, you're, you know, like we enjoy creative videos. I enjoy comedians. Flew said to me like, Let's watch some of your favorite comedians. Let's watch some Dave Chappelle. There's a Dave Chappelle uh, stand-up, and in no way am I contrasting myself to the legend and the living God that is Dave Chappelle. He starts his show, and he goes, one thing you got to remember, I'm saying some things because they're funny, but sometimes the funniest thing to say is mean. Flew turned to me, and she was like, we don't need to watch anymore. Ge- uh, genuinely, I watched that, um, that, that guy who I really like, Jim Jeffries. The Australian guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he, was, he was literally making... Um, like I, I, around that time, I was watching this, and he goes, uh, "Out of everyone, I'd want to be raped by Bill Cosby because at least he gives you drugs first, you know." Right. And the point is, and that's a horrific the, thing to say and, out of out of context. Afterwards, everyone's laughing, but mm-hmm. then they're like, "Oh!" And he goes, "Hey, just because I said it doesn't mean I really believe it, right?" You know. And and the point is, is you know, our jokes and and we're, we're just. We're, for context, we were watching a, a, a live stream of Con- a charity event, yeah. having a, a poking some fun, making some silly jokes, and not thought through, not on the level of, not on the watertight level of a Dave Chappelle or Jim Jeffries or any of them. And, and hell, it was just killing time, having a laugh, and, and really actually trying to endorse what the, the charity, you know, and just in, the, in, in a just sort of something to do really more than anything and, and I clearly that, that was understood uh, and, by and, some people and, and clearly you know if we'd thought about things more deeply you'd have never have said some of the things that you'd said and you would have thought about how you want to word it and how to make the joke better and, and more respectful and all, and all of that but the point is is this is where it comes down to knowing who's saying it and that's what I'm talking about is that's the context. That's the important thing. And I, and I am grateful for a lot of the people who reached out to you, mm-hmm. a lot of the YouTubers who um, were messaging you, supporting you, and saying, look, we're not surprised by this, and, and we know like who you the are. We context. know you're a good guy. And just forget about it. It'll be over in a minute anyway. But what I'll say is um, there, are, there are a few people, like um, Tom and Callum, who went about and made the event. I felt really bad and I feel like I approached that situation in apologising to them and trying to make it right in the wrong way did and you say situation there as a dig no was yeah. that a subtle no, dig no yeah yeah you know that's the like, kind of joker I am I'll yeah. do it in. I'll stab that, you in the this back is, this is the new way yeah exactly we're just going to call it a situation you won't see it coming um, but Clash of Creators we, we were all for it and uh, and I think the multiple times that we said you should donate and stuff like that sort of right. were, I think out of context, we're lost. We made a video about Piers Morgan where we destroyed him, but yeah. like certain people 
you know, are asking for it, and 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 you you know that they're Highly playing stressed. by the same rules. Piers Morgan playing by the same rules. There's been times where we've clipped people up and replied to things they've said, like Joe Joe Weller back back in the day. He did a music video that I took the piss out of, and he rang me up and genuinely he was he was like upset about upset. it, and I felt fucking terrible because in my head, and this is not trying to be funny, I thought he knew it was shit, right? <laughs> right, that's and, and, right. And I, okay. and, I, and, I, and 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 sometimes things that are obvious to me like the production standards of that charity event and having a little giggle about it, not realising that people have put their hard work into that stream and probably not and not being sensitive enough to that. Um, you know, I apologise personally. I know you apologise. And, and like I say, I've done this to my own mates before by accident. And that's why I give Joella all the credit in the world for having the balls to ring me up and telling me... right. Bro, you've hurt my feelings. You fucked up, and you shouldn't have done that. In the fullness of time, like I'm sure everything will will, will even out. And I'm, I, you know, I'm sorry to people like Callum and Tom who put a lot of effort into that mm. event. And you know, I, I actually do. Uh, the problem for me is here. If a if something goes wrong, you'll either be really mad about it and and be like, "Fuck's sake." But the likelihood is, while you're having your fuck's sake, that camera wasn't right or whatever it is, I'm sitting at the side, probably in that chair over there, laughing, going, Brian's really taking this seriously. I think I'm going to make a joke about this right now. Mm. And I'll make a joke to you and it might lighten your mood or you might go, yeah, you're right. Like we fucked this thing up or you and I have fucked up things on shows before. And afterwards we've gone and laughed about the Mm. fact that we did something wrong. And what I didn't realize was that's our, I did realize this, but like it's our sense of humor in, in our space. Moment, yeah. And sometimes, as a joker or someone who makes jokes, you can have some fun. Bro, and you, bro, you make the wrong sacrificial if, lamb. If, if, you, if you watch every live stream we've done in terms of the sporting events, don't you? I mean, unfortunately, yeah, yeah they're out there. The KSI versus Joe Weller live stream. I was so drunk during that event. The audio was terrible. I look back at it; it looked like a pile of shit. That show, but. You know, fuck it. It was fun. It was a laugh. It was a good time. And I think we were taking the piss the whole time. I was fucking, you know. I think it's important to just sort of don't take yourself too seriously. Secondly, I don't know if the way that I see myself is how a lot of other people see me. And that's what I found. That's what I found. by, By the way... Never. Nobody does. But that's what I found in that time most bubble bursting was that I was on this incredible holiday with the like the love of my life and our child, her family, and we're exploring a place which is going to be incredibly important to him in his life. And at the same time, I'm completely breaking down in my mind <laughs> what I, what it is that I am and who I am. Do you know, and, you know something funny? Hmm. Weirdly, probably one of the best things that will ever happen to you. Yes, w- right? Because I've seen so many YouTubers ditch their identity of who they really are in favor of becoming someone else to be more liked by the rest of the community. The worst prison that you can be in is the one of which worrying about people, what people think about you. Mm -hmm. And when you get told so many times you're a cunt, you're a waste of space, all that, it weirdly strips away that element of shame and all Mm -hmm. that because you start realizing, I'm just not though. Yeah, everyone's you know, like, a person yeah and and i yeah you i made a mistake you made a mistake whatever like i think once you go through that scenario it toughens you up it 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 it, it does humble you and and some people need humbling and let's be real here me and you have needed fucking humbling and i am not too proud to admit that right I, can i also say it's also part of the act oh no no like I, 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 hear, hear what i'm saying hear what i'm yeah. saying yeah we make ironic jokes to 
you know, and act very cocky and arrogant to get people laughing because that's funny. But sometimes I am being cocky and arrogant. Yeah. And I will admit that. And sometimes I do think I'm the best fucking podcaster going and all of that, right? But equally, sometimes I hate myself. Right. Sometimes behind closed doors, I think, you know, why didn't I do this better? Why haven't I achieved this yet? Why am I not a better friend, a better person, a better this, a better that. And I cri- and 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 unfortunately, one of the one of the things that makes people funny, and I'm not saying we're world class comedians, but having an, having having made millions laugh, mm. <laughs> having an <laughs> having an eagle eye to be able to pinpoint flaws in other people, which you can then make jokes about. Often, when you look in the mirror, that eagle eye is is there tenfold because mm. you know every conversation you have with yourself you know every flaw you know every mistake and you're even harder on yourself which is why people like robin williams you know have a secret depression mm. behind the scenes but yet can say the funniest thing in the room that no one else can say but he's you know and it's a unique perspective it, to have it is and and i look we're not on that level but we do have some ability to do that and clearly otherwise we wouldn't be successful at this point i, I want to let you have your final say on it, actually is there anything else you want to say about it because i know it's it's over and done with and obviously we're going to sort of you know some people are going to talk about this now and yeah, and it carries it on a little bit There's uh, a little but, rumble. It, but we don't care like, it's like an aftershock i think of, i think that, that's the thing that personally anyway i don't give a fuck you know i don't give a fuck about um what people are going to say after after this because if you know what's in our hearts and you you know the context of who we are you get this and you get what we've said so far is fairly sensible and 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 self-critical but also balanced you know what i mean is is there anything else you want to say i guess from uh, what i've 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 learned a lot in that time maybe also about my own criticism of other people Mm. online it would i think one thing that is going to be a very difficult thing to achieve and is definitely definitely difficult on Twitter, Instagram, any of these places is to be able to have a conversation where you can try and see where the other person's coming from and learn what their intent is rather than learning, oh, that person screwed this person over, therefore that person is a terrible person and reducing people down to just these binary things. You're a good or you're a bad person. Go kill yourself. You know, you're a great person. This person's a genius. This person's an absolute idiot. Like, I think that's a very um, simple and a deliberately simple way of looking at of it. Of course. You know what I mean? And some people will But we follow. are the bad guys, Lawrence, just to be clear. And do you know what? There's something delicious about being the bad oh, guy. Oh, no, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, I always root for the bad guy. That's why Scarface is my guy. Yeah, having said that, you know, in, in films where a nuclear bomb's about to go off, Brian's not sitting there going, come on. In Die Hard, you weren't watching. Well, mm, I, I, a little bit in Die Hard. I, I wanted to Alan Rickman was amazing. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that was that was an English actor playing an Austrian. Yes, doing an impression American, of an American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was talent. Yeah, that. Tell him he's not a comedian or whatever. Uh, he's not a comedian. Whatever very he wants much. To be. Uh, yeah. Whatever he wants. Is Alan to be. Rickman still alive? No, he's dead. God yeah. bless him. God bless him. Um, Lovely. But guy. One of my favorite actors. Yeah. We have been talking a while. I think I should wrap this up now. It's been a nice one. I get that. It's a nice comeback pod. We've got loads of guests lined up. We are going to be making this more regularly. The main thing I want to finish on is I have never given less of a fuck than what I do right now. Good. So enjoy the ride, bitches. (laughs) 